Welcome back to Best Whatever Ever, the podcast where we talk about all the things that kids find silly or important or super silly important. Super silly important. Spencer and Scarlett, thanks for joining me. Hey, so what sound does a bunny make? Ribbit? What? No. Tibble, tibble? Uh, no. I don't know. I didn't know either. I had to look it up, but it turns out they actually purr and hum and even whimper. So now that we know what sounds bunnies make, that brings us to our whatever. And to another very important question. What do bunnies eat? Grass. Well, that's true. Grass hay. But I was thinking of something else. Steak. Definitely not. Carrot. That's right. But what do giant bunnies eat? Um, giant carrots. Right again. Today's whatever story is about the Easter Bunny. And without giving it away, something happens to the Easter Bunny. You, um, kind of gave it away with the title of the episode. Um, sorry, what's that? I didn't hear you. <clears throat> Anywho, the bunny causes a lot of trouble for George. George the giant robot? Yeah, George the giant robot who you met in episode one of season two. The story was called Giant Robots Don't Sleep. Well, he's back. Have you guys been brushing up on your giant robot voices? Robot voice, what robot voice? Robot voice, what robot voice? I guess that's a yes. All right, let's get started. What do giant bunnies eat? It was the first day of spring, and that meant eight-year-old Cayenne was busy in his garden. Fortunately, he had help. His best friend George was a giant robot, and not only did George guard Cayenne's garden at night, especially his prized petunias, but he also helped Cayenne dig dirt, yank weeds, and plant seeds. Cayenne had the greenest thumb in the world, and George's thumb was pretty green too, for a robot. Never mind that it was actually metallic silver. Cayenne was especially focused on his crop of carrots. He made sure they were plump, crunchy, and had the orangish shade of orange. I can't wait to harvest these carrots, George. I'm gonna make carrot soup, and carrot pasta, and carrot cake, and carrot everything. George loved seeing Cayenne happy, but there was a problem. George hated carrots. After all, He was a giant robot. He liked eating electricity and motor oil, not carrots. Yuck! But he didn't have the heart to tell Cayenne. And never mind that he didn't have a heart. Instead of a heart, he had circuits. So George supposed he didn't have the circuits to tell Cayenne the truth. Later that afternoon, Cayenne came running out of his shed. He was carrying a big canister. George used his retinal scanners to read what was written on its side. Instant growth formula. Giant news, George! Cayenne exclaimed. I mixed this together, and we're going to grow the most colossal carrots ever. George liked giant things, so he thought this sounded like a great idea, even though he hated carrots. He had plenty of giant friends who would love to try some of Cayenne's giant carrots. Like the giant monster named Elmer. He made a mental note to invite Elmer over for dinner when the carrots were harvested. Maybe Elmer would eat George's portion and Cayenne wouldn't notice. 
George, said Cayenne, why don't you do the honors and spray some of this growth formula on these carrots? Request granted, Cayenne, beep, bloop. George took the canister. Just be careful, George. A little goes a long way. Drop too much on the carrots, and who knows what will happen. George was programmed to be precise, and so he spritzed just a teeny tiny bit on the carrots. They waited for the carrots to grow, but nothing happened. He spritzed a little more, and still nothing happened. Cayenne looked up at the sky, and the sun was starting to set. I better be going inside. Let's try again tomorrow, George. And just in case, watch the carrots carefully. I wouldn't want any animals nibbling on them until the growth formula we used has a chance to wear off. Who knows what will happen if they eat some? Good night. Good night, Cayenne. Beep, bloop. George prepared to stand guard and watch over Cayenne's garden all night. George was the best night watchman because giant robots don't sleep. As the night sky darkened and George stood guard, a bunny stealthily hopped through the neighborhood and eventually into Cayenne's yard. Only this wasn't any ordinary bunny. She had fluffy white fur and carried a bottomless basket filled with colored eggs. It was the Easter Bunny. George was good at guarding stuff, but the Easter Bunny was even better at hiding stuff. She was super skilled at making sure no one saw her. Even a giant robot with high definition, ultra sensitive retinal scanners. She took out the colored egg and hid it under a tree in Cayenne's yard. She hid another one in his mailbox. And finally, she tucked one more in a patch of dirt. As she planted it, she saw something that was bright orange under the earth. A carrot! And if there's one thing bunnies can't resist, it's carrots. She put down the basket, yanked the vegetable from the dirt, and started nibbling away. Delicious! The carrot was so yummy that she decided to help herself to another, and then another, and another, until there was only one carrot left. Her belly was bloated, and she let out a big, loud bunny burp. burp. George's sensors activated. Alert! Alert! Beep! Bloop! An intruder! Beep! Bloop! He shone a light into the garden and saw that the carrot crop was mostly picked clean. And on the grass beside the carnage, a bunny clutched her belly and groaned. Ah. The bunny's belly rumbled, grumbled, and gurgled. Uh-oh. Beep, bloop. He knew something bad was about to happen. Suddenly, the Easter bunny's belly popped out. It was huge. And then the rest of the bunny started to grow and grow and grow. <coughs> the bunny was now taller than Cayenne's house. And still, the bunny kept growing and growing and growing. The bunny was now taller than George. Uh-oh. Beep, bloop. Stop, thief. Beep, bloop. A circuit sparked at the sight of the humongous hair. The giant Easter bunny shook its fluffy tail, turned, and then hopped away. It bounced through the neighborhood, flattening cars and bushes, and leaving giant paw-shaped prints in the street. Uh-oh. Beep, bloop. His circuit sparked again. This was all his fault. He was supposed to be guarding Cayenne's carrots, and he failed. He had to do something. George engaged his rocket thrusters, took off into the sky, 
He followed the path of the Easter Bunny's destruction. The trail led out of the quiet suburban neighborhood and all the way to the big city. George was afraid of downtown. Too many cars and buses and trains and people. His auditory sensors were always overwhelmed when he visited. And he even heard a rumor that there was an alien octopus monster living in an alley. Creepy! Up ahead, the giant Easter Bunny scaled the city's tallest building. What's it trying to do? George wondered. And then he saw that at the very top of the building was an antenna. A massive orange antenna. He thinks it's a giant carrot. He swooped in, hovered in the air, and faced the Easter Bunny. Stop right there, bunny. Beep bloop. The bunny ignored George and took a bite out of the antenna. And then she started to gag. Blah! She spit out the metal pieces before jumping down from the building, leaving a giant bunny-shaped crater in the street. The Easter Bunny hopped away, out of the city, and into the forest on the outskirts of town. George chased after her. As soon as she reached the forest, the Easter Bunny thrashed at the trees, ripping them out by the roots. The sight of seeing trees destroyed horrified George. If Cayenne were here, he'd be horrified too. I said, stop right there, bunny. Beep, bloop. The bunny continued yanking the trees. Each time, she examined the roots, shook her head in disappointment, and then tossed the trees away. George analyzed the situation, and his circuits sparked again, this time with a realization. Beep, bloop. The bunny is hungry. Which made sense, since it now had a huge belly that needed to be filled. George had an idea. He engaged his rocket thrusters and took off. He flew as fast as he could. He landed in Cayenne's garden and scanned the ground for the canister of instant growth formula. He picked it up. It was still almost full. He thought back to what Cayenne had said earlier. Just be careful, George. A little goes a long way. Drop too much on these carrots, and who knows what will happen. George decided to drop too much and poured all the leftover formula onto the one remaining carrot, the only one the Easter Bunny hadn't eaten. Suddenly, the carrot grew. The carrot grew bigger. The carrot grew big mundus. Now it was the same size as George. The only thing to do now was wait. And he didn't have to wait long. The thundering sound of the bunny's mega hops could be heard in the distance. They came closer and closer. The bunny appeared, leaping in the air, blotting out the moon, and finally landing in the middle of Cayenne's garden. The Easter bunny wagged its bushy tail, smiled, and took a giant bite out of the carrot. Yummy! Just then, a crack of light appeared in the sky. The sun started to rise. George remembered that Cayenne said it would take until morning for the first few squirts of the instant growth formula to wear off. As the sun rose higher, the bunny became smaller. It shrank and shrank until it returned to its regular size. Her belly was bloated after eating such a large chunk of carrot. And then she accidentally let out a big bunny burp. Burp! The bunny's belly rumbled, grumbled, and gurgled. Then she picked up the basket of colored eggs where she left it earlier and hopped away to continue hiding the eggs throughout the neighborhood. Phew, beep bloop, said George. 
disaster averted. He looked around and scanned the garden. It was a mess! George, what happened? Came a voice from behind him. George turned to see Cayenne emerging from the house, rubbing his sleepy eyes. Um, deep blue? Said George. Is that a giant carrot? Asked Cayenne. Um, deep blue? George's circuit started to spark. That, said Cayenne, is awesome. He pumped his fist in the air. My growth formula worked. But then he scratched his chin, thinking, but what are we going to do with a giant carrot? Then his eyes lit up. Just think how much carrot soup and carrot pasta and carrot cake and carrot everything I can make. We will feast for months, George. I hope you're hungry, pal. George's circuit sparked again. He didn't want to hurt Cayenne's feelings, but he also didn't want to lie to his friend. Cayenne, I have a confession. Beep bloop. I hate carrots. Cayenne gasped. George gulped. Gulp. Then, Cayenne smiled. That's okay, George. I understand. George now sparked with relief. Hmm. But what am I going to do with all this carrot? Asked Cayenne. I certainly can't eat it all myself. The lights in George's eyes flashed. He had a giant monster friend named Elmer who would love to come over for dinner. Dinner party? Beep bloop offered George. And I know just the giant monster friend to invite. Cayenne gave George a thumbs up, and then he scratched his chin again. Now, how are we going to get this carrot into the house? Beep bloop. Hey, Spencer, didn't your teacher have your whole class make a carrot cake? Everyone in my family said it was the best cake they've ever tried. It was so delicious, and I think I ate most of it. Don't tell mom. So that was the third episode in what I'm calling our Giant series. First, we had a story called Where Do Giant Monsters Poop? That was the very first episode of Best Whatever Ever. Then, Giant Robots Don't Sleep? That was the first episode of season two. And now, what do giant bunnies eat? You need to find a way how to get all three giant characters together. Yeah, I should. Maybe in a future episode. Although the Easter bunny is now back to normal size. I'll need to put some thought into how she can grow big again. Putting in some thought, hmm. Oh, got it. I know how to do it. How? Oh, come on. I'm not going to spoil it. You're just going to have to wait. Aw, Dad! Aw, oh, Ira, I'm going to fire you. All right. Well, until then, please join us next time for a brand new Detective Delilah Duharty episode. We met her in Season 1, Episode 6, in a story called The Sock Thief. And we'll meet her again. Check it out. You can still find The Sock Thief anywhere you get your podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. And please don't forget to tell all your friends about us. Subscribe, share, and share some more. You can find us at thebestwhateverever.com, and all other ways to reach us are in the show notes. Until next time. Best whatever ever. Best whatever ever. Hands up. Or should I say, giant hands?
Today's story was written and produced by me, Ira Singerman. Hey, what about us? Yeah. With help, of course, from my bosses, Spencer and Scarlett. Hi. Hi. If you would like to support the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And also, please be sure to subscribe and tell all your friends about us. And please visit us at thebestwhateverever.com and feel free to send us an email to bestwhateverever at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll see you soon. Yeah.